Hello, my friends. It is the 30th of August. I just gave my previous podcast on the 29th. So it hasn't even been 24 hours. And I'm just amazed at how it's all forming. Because I'm not trying to form anything. Yet information is coming that's connecting. And it's coming fast. And my my spirit's full. feels of fullness fullness of light in the darkness that I can't explain So, things that have come forth in less than 24 hours. Connect to the bitter arrow. And Psalm 64. What the remnant globally is praying many things are happening in physical Ida the hurricane just hit dead center onto New Orleans like Hurricane Katrina don't even know the exact damage yet but doesn't look good Looks like it might be total devastation as as back then. And I worked the FEMA disaster aid during Katrina, so I my heart goes out because I was trying to help people and got many calls people not knowing what to do or even knowing that they were in danger or or anything I mean it's it's devastation even beyond the physical aspects it affects people people in a traumatic way and this is again twice and it goes along with what I'm going to present today because it's interconnecting.
there's a lot of cosmic things in our atmosphere that have begun and and affected our planet and will continue to do so. So there's many issues, both in the planet aspect and in the people that are colliding. But the spiritual realm is colliding with the physical. The prayer we pray, as it is in heaven, be on earth in many podcasts before I've mentioned that collision course God's timeline of when heaven would come down to earth there's warfare in that because he gave Satan dominion over this world Satan doesn't want to give it up Satan wants to be like God he wants to be worshipped he make, mimics everything God does so we're witnessing The collision beginning to happen. Now there's many things that are going to occur, but it's just going to intensify and happen faster. And we have to be aware of many things, many more things. We have to apply what he's given forth in his teachings. We have to help the ones that don't understand. We have to help people get saved so they're not caught in it and can have eternal life. There's many things, many factors, multiple issues going on. So there's a lot of cosmic influences. references the seas and waves roaring right now we're in a process of the poles shifting the magnetic north is no longer 
in the place that it was. It's moving towards Russia. Therefore, the South Pole is moving too. Now these are not great big giant leaps, but it's enough to cause the plates to shift as it's doing this process. How far it's going to go, I'm not sure. But it is noticeable. It's no longer straight north. It's affecting everything. Weather patterns, volcanic aspect, earthquakes. But it's also going to affect water, the seas, and the waves. Because once it happens, once it completes its course, the water is going to be displaced. Because it has to go somewhere. That's what this is referencing. That is one of the signs the Lord sets. The seas and the waves will be roaring. There's hurricanes as well. They're, they're roaring. <laughs> We're in the midst of one right now. Ida. So... So Luke 21 is a reflection of Matthew 24. People get nervous. People get upset. Anxiety. People rage. Is a reflection of the seas and the waves roaring. It's all in the physical. Because the spiritual aspect is coming closer to earth as well. And it's raging. Heaven is coming down to earth. That is the Lord's word. That's the eventual eventual 
goal of God's word to reside upon Jerusalem. So we're seeing the beginnings of everything reacting to all that. Even in the cosmos. And it's all been written. So in Luke, it also says powers coming upon the earth. Powers, plural. Remember, we don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against powers, principalities, in high places. Ephesians. The book of Ephesians. But it sets everything arranging. I know people are getting tired. And that's why resting, no distraction, and refreshing is so important right now. It's like taking a mini vacation, but not going anywhere. And if you could all... think of doing that, then I had to do it last week. Everything's part of a bigger picture. And God has the picture. And the plan. I watched a man that I feel is a Christian. His videos are Israeli news. He teaches and he put one out. It says people Prepare your hearts for what is coming. Both in the physical, planetary things and the physical humanity aspects everything has a, has multiple issues 
and we might see many things intensify and get worse before it's all said and done. And he did reference this time into 2022 and 23. Because things are building, both physically and spiritually. It's on a process. And both will have its climax. And then both will have its events. We don't know so much as far as the physical, but the spiritual we do by knowing his word and having his spirit. Scientists are trying to look at the physical. And I think sometimes they know more than what they put out to us. Because there will be calamities and there has always been calamities upon the earth. But what I liked about part of his presentation is he says, don't have fear. We know these things have to come. And pray that you escape them all. And then he said, our hope is in Jesus Christ. Whatever happens to or on this earth, but the most important factor that we need to heed and hear is a love for others to be put at the forefront. Do as best you can in the process. And prepare. Be with your family and spend time. And then Steve Quell gave scripture from 
his word. Acts 24.16 Always look and seek to have a conscience without offense towards God and men. Of course, that's paraphrased. So no matter what we see or go through, we have to have good conscience within ourselves. And present well. Kim Clement gave a word in 2012 and they videotaped it. And it is titled Afghan Girl. And in his worship session, he played music and he always spoke in prophetic word in music. And the music was intense. I have never heard music quite like that. It was very rough, dramatic, harsh tones. Uh, It's not something you would go to a concert to hear. I mean, it was rough to hear. And that was the point. And we're in a rough time. And he was speaking of this time (laughs) back in 2012. And it exampled it in the music. And he said, God was working through the music to show us. And it was, it was amazing to hear and then hear what he was saying. And I wrote down some of the things. I didn't write all, but I wrote some of them. And he said, I I hear her crying, this Afghan girl. You heard Yeshua. And you're crying out. trying to run I will hear her as Israel stands for me ranging tongues I immediately thought about Psalm 64. Tongues would be like swords. Then he went on through this 
chaotic sounds that the music was making, and he said tremblings. Life going forth in the instruments. And then all of a sudden he said, if you're not going to pray for the Democratic or the Republican then it's a bitter root. That God sees hatred from citizens and bitterness, bitterness, both in believers and non-believers. And God is grieved. So that correlated. Bitterness and hatred. We're seeing a lot of that. And he said, yes, there's corruption, both in the politics and media. Now, this is back in 2012. And he died in 2015. He didn't know. Two thousand twenty one. He didn't know two thousand twenty. But then he said, You will see a strange turn, a turning point in history. of honey then he referenced the book of judges and Samson and that Samson called for a Philistine wife and Samson was not a Philistine Philistine controlled that time, but he wasn't a Philistine, so people were upset with him. They didn't understand. Why would you not pick a daughter from your own tribe? A woman from your own tribe. from your own kinsmen you know they they were angry they were upset then Kim Clement said
in that choosing. It was an occasion to move against the Philistines. God moves through humanity and he uses leadership. Whether it's good or bad. So all the people from Samson's tribe were stunned. that the act of God came through that. So he then went on and said, don't look at the surface of things. Look at what God has bigger in the picture. God is up to something, seeking an occasion to do it, even in the worst time. Out of bitterness would come sweet. said the strength would come back from bitterness. The strength would come back from that state of being. And America's strength would come back. So we don't even know, understand why God has some things it looks all turned around and and distorted and doesn't look like they'll ever be made away but remember Samson lost his power when they cut away his hair something to do with his appearance, his character. So we need to be aware of our appearance to others. There's a storm raging. Physically, in our nation. 
there's a storm raging over New Orleans. There's a storm raging in Afghanistan. So in my meeting tonight, the pastor brought out a study in the mercy of God. And he said it's all about mercy. This sudden withdrawal impact that we're witnessing. reference Ephesians 2 life before Christ you were dead in sin you formerly walked in a corrupt nature in a child of disobedience And it was serving the Prince of the Air. But in verse 4, But God, being rich in his mercy and great love, gave us a way out, a way of escape. out of captivity and the three characteristics of God is love, mercy, and grace. So he was saying that he was seeing an uproar and no mercy. And all of this has put us in a bad light to others. But we're supposed to be a merciful nation. God gave us mercy and we should from that receiving be able to give it but a lot of things get in the way and that's what we're seeing So, in that mercy, 
with humanity that he gives. There's a covenant, and he gave it to Abraham, and a promise in that covenant that all his descendants would receive that promise. And Abraham was the father of many nations. And it includes you and me and everyone else. So love is not passive, it is active. And the Lord's persistent in his steadfast love. In spite of the sin, he keeps his promise. And it's in the pattern of his love, mercy, and grace. So he posed a question, who needs mercy? He mentioned that mercy in the verb form, meaning, means pitiful. The most pitiful people need mercy. But America America never has seen themselves as pitiful. But yet he's still given it. But again, the condition is that we need to give it back to others and our conscience begins to feel all of it because we know we have gotten mercy we've received it so we should be the most merciful nation and we should show it but we're seeing that it's not being shown the picture that's being painted for other nations to see is that we don't care and that we can't be relied on as allies He referenced a, a time when he went to Africa and he was out on tour and he saw this pride of lions. And of course, the lions were eating their prey and they just weren't paying any attention really to them. And Then the driver told him a story that in previous years a, a tour bus 
was in the same spot with the Pride Alliance. And someone got out of the tour bus because they wanted to take a picture, a closer picture. And a lioness came sneaking up behind him and attacked him and killed him. Because he wasn't paying attention. So in nature, sometimes you you don't see mercy given. You see the law, the law of the tooth and fang, and and the strongest survive. And that was interesting that he added that into the whole mix because we are aware that we the we are the agents of mercy but isn't it kind of interesting that at this time and we're seeing a lot of videos and things of animals that are giving mercy to other animals. And I saw one the other day that this group of male lions were attacking another male lion and they were just vicious. I do believe they were trying to kill him and he was becoming weaker and weaker and uh, trying to fight them off, but it was it was a large group, so he couldn't. And all of a sudden, an elephant came up and disrupted the group to save the lion. And he came up several times because they kept attacking him if he laughed. And so he he continued to intervene and and help the lion in his distress and... You know, he was able to get away, but we're seeing more and more animals that are opposite species helping one another and being with one another, things that don't normally match. And we're seeing the compassion and mercy through them. Isn't that funny that that's happening right now? We're seeing more and more of it. Maybe because we're, we're not exampling it. We're not giving it forth. So God's trying to show us in nature. A lot of things can sneak up behind us. Catch us off guard. And produce death in us. We're not paying attention.
So then he made a comment. that troubles him. He said leaders represent people in decisions that are lacking in mercy and judgment. So mercy is associated with forgiveness. With patience and forbearance. With his faithfulness. And grace. We do hear a lot of outcries of mercy from people, especially in this situation. But we're also seeing injustice within it. So it affects our conscience. When mercy is shown, grace comes, the favor comes. You reference Matthew 20. There were two blind men, and they, they heard Jesus, and they called out to him many times. Jesus was going forth and the crowd was trying to quiet these men. They didn't want Jesus to hear them. But they were persistent. And Jesus heard them and he turned. And he says, what is it? What can I do for you? And the men cried out to him, We want to see. So Jesus restored them. He didn't touch them. And they received their sight. And they followed him. The crowd often doesn't want you to be harder you to give mercy you try to silence but Jesus does hear and he does touch So our hope is in mercy, but we must give it. 
because of who you receive it. Then we know how to give it. And I don't know how many people who do wicked and horrible things receive the mercy. Don't know. But I know that there are there are some that do. That's why you see a lot of addicts and people in prison come out to be pastors and follow Jesus. Because they know they've been given mercy. So you have to have an encounter. I think that's what the Lord is about to do. Along with giving judgment to the evil. We're a nation for God, whether the devil doesn't want it or not. Israel is a nation for God, whether the devil doesn't want it or not. There's covenants. Yes, we'll see a lot of things and we'll go through a lot of things. But God's ultimate plan will be played out. So, I encourage you. encourage you to give mercy and get rid of the bitterness. Examine and see where your heart is. Because the abundance of whatever comes out of your mouth is a heart issue, is from the heart. This is all His Word and teaching. And it has to get in you to work through you. gives you life and breath and a way to escape all the things before you. And he creates the new heart in you. And gives you a new life. So know that I'm praying. I hope you join in. even a woman I don't know very well but I speak to her about twice a month on the phone she's in my complex and I pray for her daily 
she hasn't accepted Jesus as her savior, but she examples a lot of his character. And I know she's heard the word because she worked for a pastor for a while. But she has a spirituality that she's decided to mix and match and it makes her feel comfortable. And she's had a rough life. And so maybe she doesn't have much trust in quote-unquote the church. I don't know, but we talk. And the other day she said she was tired. And that sometimes she just wants to go in the room, close the door, and take a bottle of pills. Now, that's being very honest and raw and where she's at. But she has three cats and she loves them. So I can hope that that is what keeps her away from that decision. And that the love of God would come to her. And that she would draw close to him. And I think that's one reason why God has allowed our communication and for me to pray for her. She's quite a bit older than I am. But we connect in some way. Because I accept her for where she's at. I don't I don't say you should be doing this and you should do that and I don't pressure. I allow God to work. And she knows I'm a Christian. But she, she hasn't shied away from me. She sees something different in me. And she told me she saw it from the beginning. When she first saw me. Before I even talked to her. So this connection has gone on for almost two years. And at times she helps me and I help her. And I know that God has me placed in some way for maybe that trust to come forth. Because God knows where she's at. So, I'll leave you with that. Sometimes it just takes us to follow. He leads. We follow. God bless.